I did once, he might kill me if he sees this, and I won't say which son it was, but I only have two that are older. Okay. I knocked on his bedroom door and I said, you know, I knocked on the door and I opened it. And he went, oh, all right, mum, da 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 And this girl was in his bed and she went, oh my God, I love your blog. Hello. And even Brands he looked like, swallow me even oh. he, even he looked like, I'm going to shoot myself in the face. Welcome to Girls With Goals. I'm Neve Marr and I'm joined now by Rebecca O'Keefe. Rebecca. Greetings all. How are you? I'm good. It's been a while. It's been a minute since it's been just us. I know. I miss it. I know. How are you getting on? Grant. Can't complain. New year, new me. Really? No. New year, same me. Interesting one this week. I am heading off. Yeah. I'm off on my, uh, I'm going off on a little holly bop. Where are you off to? I'm actually, oh, no. funny story where I'm going. I'm going to Somerset. Why? Yeah, I know. One of my boyfriend's friends is... Do you have a boyfriend? Shut the... F <laughs> He's turning 30, right? Because they're young. So, um, no big deal. And one of his Do you have a younger boyfriend? I have you? a younger boyfriend, yeah. I didn't actually know Dan was younger than you, but anyway. He's 29. Is he? Mm. So one of his friends is turning 30, and so we're all going to an Airbnb house in Somerset. Okay. So there's 14 couples. No, 14 people. So seven couples, mats. And two babies. Yeah, so like young young babies teeny, are, tiny, are gonna be there. Teeny yeah. tiny. But the house is beautiful. There's so you have no single friends. No, they're all they all seem to be in couples, Unusual. yeah. So two young babies, um, one baby on the way is gonna be there as well. And but I'm just excited because there's hot tubs and we're having a chef in to cook for us. Like they go hell. big. How wonderfully British of them. Uh, well, I know, yeah. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, listen. Britain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, me. Neve's heading off so heading basically, off, right? and I'm flying solo so this week. So you're flying solo this week. Yeah. Uh, so I'm heading off, and I'm gone for for a long weekend, which is a Wednesday to a Tuesday. Which that's, is it's a really <laughs> that's a week. That's not a long weekend. That's a week. Over a long weekend mm -hmm. um, to Somerset. So I thought I would leave it with you this week. And so you had an incredible guest on. You yeah. interviewed, and I'm a little bit jealous because this, you know. She's she, a queen. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. So tell us who it is that you're interviewing. So I sat down with Caroline Hirons. Yes. So she's like, I mean, the OG of beauty. And that's not like a, like dig. She's just been in the game for like 30 years. Yeah. Mainly skincare. She's got like 250,000 followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube and is a fountain of knowledge. She really is, because I listened back to the interview and it's all coming up now. So, I mean, you're going to get to hear it yourselves. But she was a facialist when she started out. Yeah. So she really knows her yeah. shit. And, and she like worked the counters. Yeah. So she knows like retail in and out. I love, I don't forwards. want to give too much away, but I love the part where you kind of asked her like how she competes with the young, the, ones. The young ones and her answer was just so perfect yeah. and so brilliant. And also she said something else which shook me to my core. Yeah, it basically made me believe in nothing. It made Everything me... I'd known up to that point, I was like, hmm, I've been wrong this entire time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's also something to be said about like you should never meet your heroes type thing. People say that all the time, but yeah, was I it all right meeting her? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, I, like, not in a mean way, like, I just, it felt really natural. Like, I wasn't starstruck by her. Yeah. I feel like I probably would have been had I, like, bumped into her on the, the, the street or right. on an airplane. But because it was just, like, two of us sitting on a couch, it was very chill. If you were in a department store and she was, like, in the queue behind you for something, would you talk to her or would yeah. you just, would yeah, you? Yeah, but I'm the kind of person who, like, asks a stranger where she got her handbag. Like, I'd be that Why? kind of girl. Because I like things. And if I, if I see someone on, like... <laughs> The, the train who has nice pair of boots, I'll be like, sorry, 
Where'd you get them? I would never do that. I would never speak would to not? somebody that no, I don't I know. Would. I go out of my way to try not to speak to people, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's good. And in the right job. New Year, same you. Yeah, yeah. New Year, same <laughs> me, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's coming up now. Rebecca O'Keefe flying solo, interviewing Caroline Hirons on her own. And... Um, Enjoy. I might, I might come back next week though, but I don't Please know. Do. Like if you're taking, Please do. You did, did, did a really good job. We'll see. You did a great job. Please so. bear in mind at one point my cue cards basically like go up and cover my face. Oh, Becca, it was brilliant. At one point she's, <laughs> she's covering her face like this. Like it's... It was it's a really, double chin hiding mechanism. Was that what you were doing? I think subconsciously, I was watching yeah. back the footage and I was just like, why are her it cue cards like so... It just like slowly high? came up. Because I knew I was laughing. So I was like, <laughs> you know, that like front camera screen. It's like, this will cover everything. This will make everything better. It's all I can see. Um, so yeah, check it out. Rebecca O'Keefe <laughs> and Caroline Hirons and the real star of the show, her cue cards. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a very special segment of Girls With Goals. On the couch next to me today, I have Caroline Hirons, blogger, skincare guru, facialist, YouTuber, the list goes on. Caroline, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. No, it's so nice in here. It's nice, Makes me want to do a podcast. <laughs> so I'm obviously having a bit of a fangirl moment because I've been following you and your career for years um, as a beauty. Since you were two. Yeah, two, yeah. Um, but for those listeners of the show that may not know who you are or what you're about, I'd like to get a little bit of background, you know, what you're doing. Um, can you tell me when your love of skincare began? Um, I got my first counter job as a Saturday Sunday girl when my two eldest sons were really young and I just wanted weekend work. Mm -hmm. um, my mother had been in the industry beforehand and my grandmother before her. And, but it, weirdly, it hadn't occurred to me because I'd done all the usual stuff. I'd been a PA. You know, I'd gone through the job that most girls go through while they're deciding what they actually want to do. Want to do, yeah. yeah. And so I went on counter and fell in love with it. Um, that was like just over 20 years ago. And then the counter manager left the same week that my youngest child started school full time. And I thought, oh, I could do that. Timing is everything. So I went for the job with the full support of the entire team, including the assistant manager at the time. Yeah. He was just like, you're obviously overqualified to be a weekend girl just go for it and do it and and then I started there really um and then I came off counter and uh, I was trained in trained in facials and you know sort of got my qualifications all sorted and then went the sort of usual road from shop floor to senior management and up yeah and then started consulting sort of 10 years ago amazing and at what point did you realize that like you could elevate this from retail into kind of almost like a lifestyle brand which is essentially like I still haven't no, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm doing that now. I um, I, I started the blog nine years ago, almost nine years okay, ago in April, wow. um, and it started as just a bit of fun, somewhere for me to put a few of my tips. I thought, yeah, because I was on Twitter at the time, and I had lots of makeup artist friends from Space and K, and everyone was on Twitter because that was all there was. was yeah, and it was um, I mean Facebook existed, but you didn't really engage that much. That you know, it was yeah. to talk to your nan or you know, um. <laughs> And I was on Twitter and people kept talking about makeup and makeup this. And they would talk about how long it takes them to do a brilliant smoky eye. But then they would want everything off their face in three seconds. And I was always, always like the granny going, you need to wash your face properly. Yeah. You're not cleansing your skin. And eventually one of them said, I'll just blog it. And I thought, right, maybe I'll start a blog. And that was, that was the extent of... What you thought you'd get from it was literally just tips and tricks of the trade almost. Yeah. So nine years ago, that's a pretty decent stint. Have you struggled 
obviously it's come a long way in nine years. Um, how do you stay relevant? Like obviously you're competing with these, pretty much anybody who owns a phone can mm. translate themselves into a blogger. How do you stay relevant and how do you compete with the, the MUAs and the 17 year olds who are on YouTube? Uh, I just don't. You don't? <laughs> I just don't. I mean, they're younger than my kids. True. Why, they're yeah. half my age, half my body weight. Why would I bother trying to compete? Yeah. But what they also have is less than half of my experience. Yeah, that's They're true. not qualified. I mean, some of them are, obviously. Yeah. You know, um, I've been in the industry longer than some of them were alive. I've been alive. Got it. So yeah. I don't compete. And I don't. I think once you start to look at what the competition are doing, you've already lost the game. Yeah. And I don't even play the game. Yeah. So You're doing your own thing. I'm just doing my own thing. I've yeah. always just put my head down. You know, I work... I have the work ethic of a, you know, my parents would just work, 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 work. Yeah. We just work, you know. So if something comes along, I'm like, yeah, I can do that. I'll do right, that. I can do that. And I can yeah. do that. And then eventually I go, actually, it's June. Hang on, we just had Christmas. Does it get overwhelming having so much on your plate? Um, it can if you choose to see it that way. I mean, I've certainly learned along the way to not take on too much. Yeah. And I'm very good now at setting limits with brands when I work with them. So if I'm doing a meet and greet or something, you know, previously, the last couple of years, obviously the brands want me to see as many people as possible, so they'll book yeah. like five sessions. But if there's a hundred people in those sessions, that's a lot of talking and smiling and photographs. <laughs> and and also I feel like the reader or the, the customer doesn't get any value from that. I know what you mean. It's not So I'm doing some more coming up this year. Mm -hmm. And I've said I'm only going to do three sessions a day. You can bring as many people as you want. And I need a gap to we in yeah. between. You know, because I sort of ground myself into ran myself into the ground last year, just doing too much. Yeah, I can imagine it gets exhausting. So I'm good at saying no. Good. I think you have to be in this industry because yeah. otherwise you just get overwhelmed. Yeah, and I don't see everything as an opportunity. I see everything as a, what is in it for my reader? Mm -hmm. What is in it for me? And then if either of that doesn't balance out, I don't then do it. You know, yeah. point. That's amazing. So I watched your um, your last Bun Friday episode of 2018. <laughs> oh, God, okay. <laughs> you were freezing, you poor thing. The office was oh obviously God, was vacant. Oh, so cold. Yeah. We have the same problem, the way you were describing it, that it's either like a fiery furnace or an icebox, yep. it's the same with us. Um, you mentioned something that I thought was quite interesting, that you were going to take your content in a science-led direction in 2019. What do you mean by that? Just, you know, when I started blog, when I started blogging, when I started the yeah. blog, I, if you look at my very, very early product reviews, it was very much a, this has just come out, it's from this brand, and they are focused on this, this, and this, and it's nice. Yeah. Packaging. It was just huge. like a, this yeah. is out, yeah. you know, and there are still a lot of people who just do that. There are. Press release bloggers, I call them. And there's a place for them. People just check in with them to see what's new. Mm -hmm. And then the more I reviewed and because I was qualified and in the industry, if I, when I started to give tidbits of behind the scenes info, not realizing that's what I was doing yeah. on Twitter and stuff, people would go, well, what about that? What about that ingredient? Mm -hmm. And so the reviews became much longer. The reviews became what's in it, who's it for, should you use it, what contraindications, is it vegan, is it animal cruelty free, like everything. All that stuff. So my reviews became almost like this thesis of <laughs> the whole product. Yeah, from start um, to finish. And even that now seems to not be enough yeah. because when you translate, it's all good and well me doing that on the blog, and I will continue to do that. Yeah. The blog is always my home planet. Mm -hmm, that's what you say. Um, yeah. But with with YouTube, I, I'm kind of fighting against the this is amazing, and I'm just like. What does that tell anyone? I'm so over that as well. I what find does that tell anyone? Nothing. And I'm also fighting against, there's this whole wave coming from the States of the green movement that we went through five, six yeah. years ago. We've been there and done it. We're back yeah. to parabens. <laughs> they're, they're behind, yeah. you know, for a world leader in certain they, elements. They can be tech as well. They're I find very sometimes. behind, yeah. you know. So for them to be all... This is full of nasties. I'm like, it's really not, and you're stressing me out, you know. Yeah. So I'll review something, and I'll have an American commenter saying this this particular um, 
this particular YouTuber has said that this is uh, full of nasties. And I'm like, well, what's a nasty? And yeah, I was go, just going to say, well, what, I don't know. what quantifies what a nasty? And I'm like, well, are they, how are they quantifying that? So for me, it's not that I'm going to be sitting there with a scientist every week. Sure. I just want to be able to say it contains this, this and this. The studies may have shown that, but the new studies show that yeah. actually it's completely fine. Don't stress. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then if you want to link to anything, there's some further information here. Sure. Yeah. Just I to do. kind of give people a bit more information rather than... Yeah. Because the, the, the side effect of having, you know, the joy of blogging used to be that anyone can do it. That's also the downside. Yeah. So, you know, people who are extremely good looking are taken as experts, but they're experts at making themselves look really good. And yeah. I don't, that's a, that's a field in itself. Yeah. <laughs> Not one I am particularly <laughs> great at, but yeah. you know. <laughs> Um, if anyone's seen me on Insta stories, they'll know that that's not something I have an issue with. But it's much more about giving information. You know, it's all good and well. I could say this is great. Mm -hmm. But what I tend to say now is this is great for me because my skin's like this. If your skin is like this, don't need it. Yeah. You know, if your skin is like this, you might find it's beneficial. Yeah. I stay far away from the, you know, for me to go, oh, my God, you absolutely need this. I know it's an excellent product. Yeah. It's fewer and further between I because I feel the pressure of yeah I know that so many people take me seriously and will go out and buy it yeah I suppose that leads into something else you mentioned in said bun friday about <laughs> transparency yeah in the industry and I know obviously brands have a a certain level of transparency that they have to give but what do you think is important in terms of bloggers and in influencers if you will and their transparency because there's obviously a lot of issues in the sphere at the moment about like sponsored content and hashtag ad and a lot of people are kind of being dragged for not making their paid for content like not obvious and um, mm. where do you stand on that in terms of Instagram I just and stuff? don't know who they think they're fooling yeah people aren't stupid yeah and also who's representing those people yeah you know because if I am signing something I am signing a document that says I will use hashtag ad I will you know you uh, Instagram have the capability of saying uh, paid partnership in conjunction with. Mm -hmm. um, and I, the weird thing is if you have the blue tick, if you're yeah, verified. verified and you do hashtag ad, but you don't do in paid partnership with, you get penalized. Oh, okay. They'll, they pull you up, you get, you know, you open Instagram and there's a message saying it, it appears that you, you have, have to do branded yeah. content. So what I don't understand is if they're doing, if they're hiding ad in their hashtags, they must have tons of these messages. Because if I am due to post an Instagram that's a paid thing, and I don't do that often, but when I do, yeah. if I can't say in paid conjunction with, I contact the brand and say, you need to accept me yeah. or I'm not posting it. So you have to go through like the brand's yeah, the Instagram brand has, has to, to approve like, it. You know, that's to stop people. Like I could go yeah. in paid partnership with Chanel. Yeah. And Chanel well, would be like, great. no, it's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because Chanel don't do ads, yeah. you know. But if I wanted to do in paid partnership with BMW, you know, also lovely. Yeah, but they, have to but they would have naturally. to say, yes, that's okay. Yeah. And that's understandable, but mm -hmm. they don't even have their act together, some of them. So they'll say, you know, that's great. Make sure you say ad, but then they don't do their side of it. Yeah. So when I see a really well-known, much, you know, I'm small fry really. And when it comes to Instagram, my blog is what puts me where the position that yeah. it's in. But when I see these people with loads of followers and they're verified and they don't do in-pay partnership with, I think, oh my God, it's a you must just be, I mean, they're declaring an ad at the bottom, but you must be getting penalised somewhere along the way. Yeah, which, I mean, is counterproductive for the brand itself, Strange. I suppose. Yeah. Like, and also, why are you pretending that it's not your business? Yeah. If you don't work <laughs> and all you do is you do to make money, Instagram, like, yeah. like, obviously you're working. Yeah. So where, there's no shame in it. 
you know, the shame comes from hiding it. So yeah. why are you hiding it? I do think it's important for them to be more transparent. Along with the brands, I don't know what the... I don't know what they're thinking, the but some of the brands is. are shocking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we generally say no, and you do filter away. In the same way that sort of people who are ethically minded and conscientious mm. rise, brands do the same thing. Yeah. You know, So if you work with any of the big companies, a L'Oreal or an Estee Lauder, mm -hmm. the paperwork is insane. You know, really? you basically are, oh, you will not bring them into disrepute. You will say it's an ad, da 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 yeah. So when you get smaller, weirdly... Some of the others who are equally as big aren't quite as, you know, kosher. And it'll say things like, we reserve the right to remove any negative comments in your post. Interesting. And I'm like, no. No. Yeah. Respond to them. Yeah. This is your chance to talk directly to your customer. Yeah. But some of them don't want that. Interesting. So I just don't do it. That's fair. Um, you mentioned as well, um, I think, in, about the ordinary as a brand and as a game changer in general. Do you think there are any other brands coming up that can compete with the ordinary? Because obviously they've price pointed themselves in this like incredible I didn't say it was a game changer for good no interesting Ooh. <laughs> do tell well you know if if a handbag maker or a leather goods person mm -hmm. walked into Selfridges or Brown Thomas yeah. and said I've got this here's a cushion right I've got this cushion Product placement. <laughs> <laughs> I have this cushion it's made in the same factory by the same people with the same fabric yeah. that Prada and Gucci make their pillows from mm -hmm but I'm going to sell it for a fiver. You can have it for three quid. But they would go, get out. Yeah. We make huge margin on Prada and Gucci. True. God knows why the beauty industry went, oh, excellent, we'll take that three pound product <laughs> and we'll tell everyone that it's the same value as everything else we're trying to sell. Yeah. So they've created their own monster. Yeah, they, so they have. So what I like is that it bought transparency in terms of what, what ingredients actually do. Yeah. I don't think the transparency is quite there in terms of the real cost of goods. What you're paying for it, yeah. Because so many people have found out now that actually if you go onto the website and say, well, here's my skin type, it might recommend you buy 15 of their items, whereas you could have bought one, one. Clarins serum yeah. or a Lord serum, you know. Yeah. Or maybe you're fine with an oil. You know, there's definitely a need for budget-friendly skincare. Yeah. But the budget-friendly skincare that confuses people is pointless to me. Yeah, it's, I've also heard that they um, the reason it's so affordable, it's funny, like the things you hear, is because they don't have an advertising or marketing budget, and that's why they can afford to sell at such a low price. Do you know if that's if there's any? I know a lot that I can't that. say. Yeah, okay, fair. But I also, I, I it's problematic for me. Yeah, it's probably the best way to say it because I think it was a little disingenuous. If you have. 27, 30, 50 SKUs, whatever, mm -hmm. at this price, why do you still have ranges that are four or five times the price? Yeah. If you're telling everyone that this does the same thing, how are you then selling? It's baffling to me yeah. that a company would do that to itself. But then, of course, what they tapped into was everybody wants something. Everybody, There is a certain demographic who thinks everything everything that you can get cheaper is as good as anything that's more expensive. Yeah. So it, but equally, the, the, the good side mm -hmm. was that it did make brands who had previously gone, you need to buy this, it's fabulous. They have to give Step you more information. You have to give us more information. Yeah. And I've always said formula is king. I don't think brands have to give their entire formula handwritten. There are certain ingredients you need to know the percentage yeah. of. You really need to know the retinol percentage. You mm -hmm. need to know a vitamin C percentage, ideally. Yeah. But everything else really is down to that brand's expertise, the scientists they hire, the testing they do, and that costs money. Yeah. So why would they, it's like Coca-Cola, why would they then go and give that to someone else? Yeah. So what The Ordinary did is made pe make people think that you have a right to know every single thing that goes in a product, how much it costs, where it was made, who made it, you know, and some of that absolutely you should have access to. But ultimately, it's a beauty business. 
and yeah. brands still have the right to make money. They're outlaying, you know, they're employing people. So it's no different in that way. Do you think, and the other reason we get penalized is because it's predominantly women. Yep. If it was tech, do you think anyone in tech would no. say, let <laughs> me just lay out for you how we make our money? Cars. <laughs> Let me lay out for you how we put build a Rolls Royce engine, and here's how you can get it for a fiver. You would be laughed You'd, out yeah, of town. You would be. You know? Yeah. Soft drink companies, cigarette companies, anyone that's in business, clothing companies, you know, there are, there are you know, a few labs in Italy, a few labs, a few warehouses and mm -hmm. factories in Italy that make the predominance of designer goods. But they're all completely signed and to their last breath yeah, with an NDA. Yeah. They're not telling anyone anything. So, Quite what some high-end department stores were thinking in bringing in a five-pound rosehip oil and sitting it next to an 80-pound one. Yeah. And how they did not see that that was going to affect their bottom line at a time when retail stores are struggling, are desperate mm -hmm. for business is beyond me. I'm not saying you should pay 80 pounds for that product. Yeah. But there's a market for it. Yeah. As a business person, you would think it, it's just a, it's a just, weird There's a market shape. for it. If you can't yeah. afford it, don't buy it. Yeah. I can't afford a Rolls Royce, so I don't, I don't. drive one, yeah. you know? It's yeah. really simple. I can't afford to dress myself head to toe in Chanel. It's also not my size. Not yet. Oh, well, meet your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I can wear a Chanel scarf yeah. or a handbag. A handbag. But, you know, yeah. so I don't buy them. Yeah. Also, I like a tech bag because, you know, I, yeah. I'm always carrying cameras and equipment and laptops. Oh, okay. and, so I, I'm a bit of a geek. I'm a crossbody, tiny bag. I like a crossbody, but yeah. then I like a, a big, big I can knock thing. you out yeah. with my tech bag. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, it, it baffles me. Yeah. But, you know, I'm always, do you think this is, and I, I'm very honest now, in the beginning, you kind of get swept along with, if I say that this is bad, I'm going to look like I'm just being a spoil sport. Mm -hmm. But now the kind of proof is in the pudding. Yeah. There are some, some things are too good to be true. And there's a reason why. Yeah. And it's only sustainable if you're shifting loads of it. Mm -hmm. So they may not have a marketing budget, but how much do you think it costs to open 10 stores in, in New York? Yeah. I mean, it's it not sustainable. Cheap. No. It wouldn't be sustainable if it was just an ordinary shop. Yeah. The fact that they're selling Decium in the same store, yeah. you know, so it's a it's a business model that it'll be interesting to see how it pans out this year. Yeah, it is interesting because I know a lot of my friends are like engulfing it. Like they're buying and like you said, they're buying shit they don't need. They don't even know what it does, but they they're just buying it, it because it's become this like weird overnight you know, cult brand. They do type they thing. do a glycolic peel that the founder told me he advises should be done once a week but didn't mind that people were using it more often because they would get through it quicker. It's not good for your face. I'm like, no. oh, yeah. so I'm interested to see. I always want people to have access to, to good, affordable course, skincare. Yeah. I just think there's, you know, if you can still buy La Roche-Posay in a Venn and you can go into Boots and Superdrug yeah. in Sainsbury's and everything's under a tenner mm -hmm. in a certain department, yeah. that has scientists making it. You shouldn't be able to bring a product to market in two months. That's not how it no. works. That's not how sustainability testing works. No. So there's a lot of it that people who are in the, in and also, I, you know, it's really hard for me sometimes because I get social media comments is that, you know, also it's interesting. People say, oh, you know, social media has changed us. It hasn't changed us. It's exposed us. I was gonna say, yeah. It's exposed us for what we really are. Mm -hmm. So if you've always wanted to say to someone, I fucking hate you, you'll say it on Twitter yeah. because you don't have your real name out there. Trolls. That's you what know? I like to call them. Yeah, completely. Yeah. So I get a lot of... You're just saying that because this industry feeds your kids, da da da. And I'm, I, I reply and go, well, kind of, partly, yeah. <laughs> but it also is like the second biggest industry in the UK after cars. I think yeah. it's huge. People forget it's a multi-billion-dollar industry. You know, yeah. I have no interest in lying to you, but mm -hmm. I'm equally not going to say to you this product is of the same level of this product. Yeah. If it is, if I it will is. say get this one. But if you're 
you know, if you're perimenopausal or older, mm -hmm. you need the help of Jesus. You need this product. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get there here. Yeah. You need the extra pair of hands. Yeah. That doesn't mean you spend 500 quid on serum. No. You know, Elle, Mag Elle magazine did their best beauty buys and their best serum of the year was an 884 pound La Prairie serum. I don't know if you can swear That's on this. That's a used car. You can swear. Who, swear. Who in the flying can afford an 800 pound no serum. Very, very, very few people. That's I mean. the price of a used car. It's a mortgage, it's two, three yeah. mortgage payments. You know, so I'm kind of, and I do have the disconnect because as much as I would like a Chanel handbag, they're two and a half grand. Yeah. To me, I'd go, yeah, but it's Chanel. So I get that some people go, yeah, but it's La Prairie. But now least, in that instance, there yeah. is nothing, and I would say this down a camera, there is nothing in that serum. That makes it That worse. would be more beneficial to yeah. your skin than going to a dermatologist and getting a retinoid. Okay. And there endeth my career. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> nice <laughs> nice knowing you. Um, one thing as well, when you're talking about like, you know, the cheap and the expensive, I noticed a lot this year that brands that will go unnamed were basically ripping off beauty products. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll tell you who it was. Yeah, Pixie's Glow Tonic got ripped off in a major way. Bottle, it was painful. It was bottle, bottle, bottle was the, label, bottle was the color, same. Label name. Was the same. It was horrendous. And yeah. I'm just wondering, like, like, what do you think about that morally? Obviously, morally, I was, it's shit. I was pretty vocal. Yeah. I was pretty vocal. Okay. Because I've, I know, I know, Joe Malone gets ripped off Joe significantly. They, they're just on Tilbury, Smosh, Smashbox, Benefit, and I just think, oh, I, I, I just to me, it's painful that I, I kind of, I understand and I also rage against the people who buy it. Yeah. I understand that they think they're getting a similar thing because they spread these rumors that they're all they're made, by, all the made people, by the same which people, which is absolutely yeah. completely bullshit. Yeah. They also spread a rumor that they do a deal with these brands to get them and just change the, the label. Excess product there is no excess, Glow Tonic yeah. is sold out permanently. Yeah. Like, are you insane? Yeah. And that's why I kind of, you know, when I was saying earlier, I, I'm in a rock and a hard place sometimes because I, I've signed NDAs throughout my career. That means I have to remember, can I say that? No, I can't mm -hmm. say that. But sometimes I will go to a brand, I'm gonna to have to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, go for it. And how, you know? how are they getting away with it? Like, I don't understand. I think it's seven points of differentiation legally. So if right. you, Ren did the same thing. Ren brought out a glow tonic. Yeah. They put a word in between glow and tonic, covered Done. legally. Outrageous to it's, me. It is outrageous because it's an iconic product as well. You know, it's it was it's such a like blatant. It was called, it's not like it was called. Um, you know, healthy, healthy second stage toner, which is pretty much what every what toner it, on the market yeah. is. It was called glow and tonic. Tonic is a key word yeah, that had never been toner. used in yeah. that arena before. Mm -hmm. And then people go, "We well, only say that because you have shares." I don't know. If I wish I had bloody shares yeah, in Pixie. Pixie. That'd be nice. You know, I did get one. That bag. I did one collaborative product with them yeah. on the double cleanse. I wish I had shares in Glow Tonic. Yeah. Are you mad? So I get very shouty. You can tell. Can't That's you? fine. Can you see how demure I try and be normally when I do YouTube? <laughs> when I'm in this area, I'm like. Gah! I've been very caffeinated today too. Have you? I'd say so. It's been a long day. It's been... Anyway, before we wrap up. No, I... don't wrap up. I'm oh, having no, fun. The, the last, the, if I say wrap up, we've got like a significant Q&A to do. Oh, excellent. So Good. basically okay. I asked all the women in my life. Oh God. About their, their faces and what their problems were. Oh God. Because they were like, you're meeting Caroline. I want, I want expert opinions. So I'm going to go with number one. Okay. Can I just tell you this before you start? Mm. My, one of my, I have many funny stories about being out in public. Yes. And I was on the tube and a woman turned to me and said, I'm really sorry to ask you, but could you think this? I should go to see a dermatologist. And I immediately just went, oh, no, it's fine. Don't worry. I said, does it change shape at all? And I could see that people Everyone in the carriage were going, gather. Why? This strange woman yeah. has just turned to this complete stranger. And I wanted to sort of go, 
oh, no, I kind of, but you would never go, oh, yeah, I'm on YouTube. Mm, I mean, yeah. what a wanker, you know? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I think it's fine. And I think, and then the poor woman afterwards sort of looked as if to go, oh, they think that I'm just asking random people about my face and I kind of want to tell them that actually, no, I kind of know her, YouTube but I don't her. want to go that yeah. far and I'm leaving now. Yeah. But it was just Next stuff, out of nowhere. What do you think this is? I'm so used to it now. Yeah. What do you, so think you get this approached is? a lot on the tube and on the street and stuff, or is it? Yeah, and yeah. In random places. Most random place. Oh, oh toilet's always Toil a good one. I'm like, I really need to wash my hands before I touch your face. Yeah, I'm sorry. Please. Yeah, uh, over and underneath a toilet. I'm really sorry, but when you come out, could I say hello to you? <laughs> I'm thinking, thank God I'm not doing a poo. People oh are weird. God. People are so <laughs> weird. Although I'd probably do that truthfully. I'm kind of that kind of weirdo. You know, if I come out or, or at gigs, my kids get recognised at gigs. Do they? Yeah, my boys have kind of used it to hook up, I think, a couple of times. Yeah, they're not wrong. You've got to do what you've got to do. But I have women messaging me going, is your son at a whatever gig? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, excellent. And then I never hear from them again. And my son will be like, oh, I met some bird last night. Mum, who follows your blog? I'm thinking, oh, God, no. <laughs> I did once. He might kill me if he sees this. And I won't say which son it was, but I only have two that are older. Okay. I knocked on the bedroom door and I said, you know, I knocked on the door and I opened it. And he went, oh, all right, Mum. Da, 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 da. And this girl was in his bed and she went, oh, my God, I love your blog. Oh my God! Hello. And even Grants. he looked like swallow me. Even oh. he, even he looked like I'm going to shoot myself in the face. I would be there with. And him. I went, yeah. oh, lovely. And I looked at Daniel as if to go, you are never bringing any you girls home to this house again. Oh, <laughs> sorry, babe. It, it would have been obvious to everybody who knows him, and it was a while ago. That's and amazing. It did put a stop to the strange girls in the house. Though. That's the good. And you have a daughter as well, don't you? I have three sons and one daughter. Okay. And do you think she's going to follow she in? She already your... is. Is she? Yeah. She went to normal college for sixth form. Naturally. Hated it. Okay. Did two weeks and it was like sociology and she was just like, Mum, I'm going to kill myself. We're very dramatic. I'm, I'm exactly yeah. like that. Mum, yeah. I'm going to kill myself. I can't do it. Can I do what you did? And I said, what do you mean? And I didn't want to... Because you're a facialist qualified. Like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. not... Yeah, and I didn't want to... I didn't want to put any pressure her. on her. I didn't want to do anything. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, you know, the facial thing or beauty thing. And I said, well, what kind of thing? Because mm -hmm. I'm not hiring you. I am not going to be your first employer. There's no, no way. No. You need to be on the shop floor. You need to do the shift work. You, you, need, you to need to learn. To learn the you need to learn from yeah. a line manager that you're being a dick, not yeah. me, you know. So she went, no, no, I want to go to college. But I, uh, obviously she has to do six form. We have to do two years. And yeah. I said, okay, I'll make a few phone calls. So I phoned London College Beauty Therapy. And they said, no, well, we'd love to have her. She needs to interview. I'm like, yes, she needs to interview. I'm not pulling strings. Yeah, I need to know if you'll yeah. take her because we're two weeks into the term. I'm not calling for a favour. Yeah. So she go, she's going and she loves it. Does she? Thank God, so far. Does she have so, a job with you when she's graduated? If she behaves herself. Yeah, gets all those qualifications. We'll see. She's got to be yeah. qualified. Yeah. Best bit was she came home and she went, Mum, you did level four, didn't you? And I said, yeah, I haven't done, quite done lasers or anything, but I'm peels and everything. And she went, yes, my G, and fist bumped me because she finally saw that actually it. it's quite hard yeah, work. Yeah. You know, level four is like pre-med. It's a hardcore, intense yeah. course, everything, you know, and she just, she was finally impressed. <laughs> finally. She's just used to getting all these glorious products and not really having to ask exactly, questions. Yeah. Exactly. Must be nice. Yeah, so, but I totally interrupted No, you that's fine. Lady um, okay, Q&A. Okay. So, first <laughs> question. My skin has gone to absolute shit since Christmas. <laughs> No beating around the bush there. Okay. Breakouts, redness, puffiness. What can I do? She's in her mid-twenties and ate like a horse over Christmas. Stop eating sugar. Mm -hmm. Stop drinking booze. Does she smoke? Not really. Nights out. No. No. Can't no. It all needs to stop. No booze, no fags, no sugar. Okay. No white food. Jesus didn't make anything white except the potato. Peeled. No bread. The bread. No rice. Did he not make the bread? You're being a very <laughs> stereotypical know. Irish girl. Here, no <laughs> no the bread, wine and the bread. No sugar, no bread, no rice, okay. no pasta. If you do that between two and six weeks, you'll drop 10 pounds and your skin will glow. Okay. 
And also water consumption, obviously. Yeah, how you need to drink more much, water. How much should you be drinking? Real, real talk. The reality is how much water you ingest has no effect on your skin. And I know that goes against everything. Oh, you should drink eight glasses of water a day. I drink eight glasses of water a day. I actually drink about 25 glasses I of water I literally drown at my desk. So that I don't yeah. get migraines. I once had a tip from a really good consultant okay. at the hospital. Make sure you're hydrated. And it almost, I took it too far. And I drink water like a fish. I'm the same. So, and I gave up alcohol because it would trigger migraines. So I don't drink, I don't smoke. I sound like Ed Man. But it's way before your time. What year were you born? 91. Oh my God. It's my first child I was born in 1991. I'm so sorry. But it's fine. There's an Adamant song called Goody Two Shoes that was okay. made for me, basically. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I'm partial over Christmas. My indulgence was tortillas and salsa. Nice. I've got a salty tooth, not a sweet tooth. Do you? I've both. It kills me. <sighs> kills me. Kill the sugar. You'll be fine. Yeah. She needs to stop the sugar. Does she wash her face properly? My, always my first question. Half of my friends don't. Yeah, do, they kill, do they use wipes? Kills. Do they use wipes? me. Not in my house. I've confiscated all the wipes. I've had to confiscate them from my mum as well. Well, she should know better. You she must be my think age. She doesn't know better. She's probably younger than me, isn't she? How old's my mum? 50? That's fine. She's older than me. There fine. you go. Yay! She has great skin though. She was actually the person who kind of... You've got great skin. Thanks. That'd be all the makeup. No, I'm messing. Um, I don't actually wear makeup nine times out of ten. It's just for special occasions. Well, she... No, in all seriousness, she needs to wash her face properly. Bin the wipes. Yeah. When people say to me, I said this once, I did a... <laughs> I do some uh, corporate work. I did some for the body shop and they have oh, the cool. body shop at home. And mm -hmm. so I went and spoke to 800 screaming, insane body shop at home I don't know what they call themselves. They're kind of like presenters or, you know, yeah. they do the parties and everything. Anyway, I went on stage and I said, I cannot hammer this home enough. Bin the wipes. Now, this is three, four years ago. Yeah. I've never used them. Bin the wipes. And I'm, I'll put it to you this way. And I'm going to apologize now to the heads of L'Oreal who are probably going to pass out. <laughs> and they were like, I could see them in the back, back table going, <laughs> oh, Christ. And I said, people who only use wipes to wash their face. Imagine if you only ever wiped your bum and never showered your ass. Oh, there's an image. And they all just went... <laughs> You could see even the boys Faces going, I'm drop. never going to use a wipe again. Yeah. And I think a lot of people come <laughs> out with the like, you know, pure wipes and stuff like that. And they're like, it's just as clean. Like, it's just like water. And just use water. Yeah. It's also not quicker. This is what I don't understand. The only thing that's quicker is... You're digging into The only thing that's quicker is you don't have to get up and take yourself to the bathroom. And that's the only way yeah. it's quicker. Nine times out of ten, my friends are wipes. After a night out, they come in and they literally like lie in the bed and... Yeah, okay, if you're going to get hammered, it's better to take it off with a wipe and fall asleep. However, some makeup is more beneficial I was just going to say, yeah. I would probably sleep in my makeup and wash it properly in the morning. In the morning, okay. There's some really good advice because I, I'm of the same ilk. I can't stand makeup wipes. Okay, next one. What is the best facial moisturizer for a 26-year-old? Also, at what stage should I start with the whole eye cream syrup, serum and night cream thing? I can't be arsed. Well, then she's going to have a face like a handbag when she's my age. <laughs> so CBA is a very 20-something phrase. CBA. Can't be asked. It's uh, literally, yeah. I'll go to my daughter, oh, CBA, because you're young, you're fit, you're healthy. Jesus hasn't caught up with you yet. Your boobs are in the same position they were when you were 15. We all hate you. But essentially, if you don't take care of your skin now, you'll pay for it later. Yeah. She needs to be having SPF on her face. Irish girls are the worst in the world. The worst. I love you. You're my second biggest audience. Dublin is my second Are biggest. We? Yep. London, Dublin, then New York. Unbelievable. Get in there. Get in there. Get. My granddad will be going, yes. Green. yes. Um, the Limerick crew. Oh, my family are from Limerick as well. Oh, maybe we're related. That would be, that would be unbelievable. unbelievable. So, <laughs> so, do you get that though? I, yeah. When I'm abroad, oh. I get, oh, 
I've got family in London. Maybe you know them. So weirdly, There's eight million people, babe. The odds are low. It's happened to me. My family were in the car park of a shopping mall in the middle of Connecticut, and these like old, little old, like expat Irish people heard our accents and were like, "Hey, you're Irish." And this whole thing came about that they went to school with my mum's aunt in go. like the 1920s in the middle go. of nowhere. And we were like, and we're in, you know, yeah. so it, it's a small world, but it's it also is so such world. an Irish thing to be like, oh, do you know such and such? But you are the worst to try and persuade to use SPF, but you have this it's we think beautiful, pale Gaelic skin for the most part. I mean, it's a sweeping generalization and cliche, but for the most yeah. part, you're pale. Yeah. On the Fitzpatrick scale, you're one to two, the palest, and you need the most protection. And if you take care of your skin and use an SPF in your twenties, when you're 30 and 40, you won't have pigmentation yeah. and your skin will be the same colour it is now. If you don't, you're going to have patchiness all over your face like me. You don't have patchiness oh, all over your face. Yeah, I do. Do you? Yeah. But well, I don't know because I've treated it. Yeah. But I was an 80s girl. We would sunbathe with olive oil yeah. on foil. Yeah. They would sell foil mats on the beach. Those those things that and you have around you. like this. <laughs> Hawaiian Tropic number two. What's the point? It you does could go, smell good though. You could spit on yourself and get more protection. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? There is an image. So she needs SPF and she needs a vitamin C serum. And if she smokes, she needs to stop that bullshit and also use a vitamin C serum. Okay. Now, <laughs> you heard it here, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> okay, so, so many people have been talking about retinol. What the hell is it and should I be using it? Yes, in general. You're a few years off where you need, need to. It. Although, you know, I did, um, I spoke to a, a Brilliant um, consultant um, in Yale, bit of a name drop, but in Yale uh, nearly two years ago. And mm -hmm. she said, I said, look, it's very American to go to a derm and to be on a retinoid. Yeah. And she said she would like all of her clients from their early 20s onwards to be on a 1% daily. And I was like, all the English girls in the car were like, what? Why? There's no yeah. need. You know, and, and I'm kind of against that now because, again, even though she was from Yale, the research coming out of labs shows that your skin does have a maximum times you can exfoliate it. Yeah. So if you do, and that's why a lot of these women in, so I've given facials pretty much all over the world and the women in New York have the thinnest skin because they peel after peel after peel after peel. Interesting. And they're the most aggressive treatments. And it's all machinery. They go hard or go home. It's a it's real American. It's all machinery. It's yeah. not about facial massage. Whereas yeah. as soon as you cross the Atlantic, we're all about facial Mine. massage yeah. and hands on. So, <laughs> you like my motions. Like I've never actually focus, did it. Like I'm stirring something. Um, so it's uh, you need vitamin A, yeah, because it is with SPF, and now with the studies with vitamin C. But mm -hmm. vitamin A and SPF are the only two ingredients that you can legally claim are anti-aging on American TV, and that's a big, that's a big, big deal for thing. So you know SPF because it's preventative. And then a retinoid vitamin mm -hmm. A because it is reparative. Yeah. So vitamin A will uh, basically stimulate your collagen production, but you're in the prime of your collagen. But you know, I mean, actually, <laughs> technically, you're on your way out. That's fine. I'll take it. You get to mm -hmm. thirty. Yeah, I feel but it. But I, I, you know, I say it's dependent on lifestyle. When you're in your twenties, it's dependent on lifestyle. Do you yeah. smoke? Do you drink? Do you have a party lifestyle? Are you really, really super stressed? Because the other side of the coin is you may not do any of that, but you might be at uni mm. and working all the hours God sends, and you're super stressed. Yeah. Stress is the worst thing for your skin, along with sugar. The S's. Sugar, salt, sunshine, stress. Smoke. Smoke. <laughs> yeah, all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Well, I don't smoke, but all the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned vitamin C there. That's something that I noticed propping up a lot last year in terms of like in creams, serums, mm -hmm. drinking it, bathing in it. Yeah. Do you, see, do you think it's going to be big again in 2019? 
I don't think it's going anywhere because yeah. I think something when something is established with facts, we all want science now. We all want yeah. facts. And when it is established, it doesn't really go away. So vitamin A is established. Yeah. So we all use vitamin A. Mm -hmm. You know, SPF is established. Some people use vitamin A. Dublin, they don't. <laughs> I think that's the whole, like, it's not sunny yeah, here. Yeah, it's I cloudy know and it's yeah. rainy. And um, so... But then, of course, when I come over in the summer and you haven't used SPF and you've been out in the sun for a day, you're all bright red with tan lines and burn marks. Yeah, freckles, but bright red shoulders. We, we'll do it. Mm. Um, but I don't think vitamin C is going anywhere, and yeah. nor should it, because it's a brilliant antioxidant. Yeah. And it's great. It's if you think C for, for collagen. And stuff as well. Internally, it's good for your immune system. Yeah. It's good for your skin elasticity. It's good for collagen production. Um, we don't make it in our bodies, so we need to take it. Yeah. Um, and we need to apply it to our face topically. So I don't think it's going anywhere. And I was asked earlier, I did some telly earlier, and they said, you know, they always want to know the five things. Everyone wants to be so quick and lazy. I'm like, for God's sake, <laughs> you know, you, you want to do it. Let's talk it out. What baffles me is people want to take their makeup off really quickly so that they can sit on the sofa for four hours. Like, do the math. Like, take, take, take five six, minutes. Yeah. People used to say to me on counter when I was working, you know, I don't have time. And I'd go, how many kids you got? I said, it's not a competition. They go, oh, I've got one. And I'm like, oh, I've got four. If I can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah. And I'm not saying it to compete. I'm saying it to give you the encouragement to yeah. make the time for yourself, you know. So. It's kind of a nice little ritual as well. I love going home and washing my face. It's kind of do like. Do you do it when you get home or when you're going to bed? It depends on my mood. Do it when you get home. Yeah. Because a lot of the time I'm straight. When do you take your bra off? Again, depends on my mood. Oh. Or who's in the house. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> live at home with my parents. <laughs> uh, when do you put your hair in a bun? Halfway through my working day. <laughs> Halfway through the working day, but you keep your tits in place. So yeah, that's they good. stay. Okay. The hair All goes the boys up, are like, the boobs are there. For that. Yeah. So I always say bra off, face off. Okay. Or bun up. If you can, if you, bun if off. you're, if you know, because you do not take your bra off if you're going out the house again. No. Because that's a nice We speak a language in. women only speak. If you yeah. put your hair in a bun, you take your bra off, mm -hmm. you know you're not leaving the house again. Yeah. That's when your makeup should come off. Okay. Get the skincare on your face. It's going to fix your possible. skin as soon as possible. And then do a second round when you go to bed. Ah. Don't wash it again, but Just check. Slash on the... Have you absorbed it all? Do you, mm -hmm. Could you do another round of retinol? You know? Yeah. Excellent. Because that's, you know, if you go to bed at 11 and you get in at six, that's, that's five yeah. hours. You've had all that crap from the day on your face. True. I never even thought of it like that. There you go. Tits Every out, day face off. <laughs> tits out, face off. <laughs> that's what I should call my book. <laughs> tits out, face off. Um, okay, last question of the portion. Um, what do you see being the major skincare trend of 2019? Uh, everything otic. Probiotic, prebiotic, microbiome, trying to keep the surface and the acid mantle of your skin intact. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the only thing that's really going to, I think, come really True. to the forefront. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's nothing else that's new. Yeah, that's We've true. done peptides. We know yeah. peptides are awesome. We know vitamin A is awesome. We know vitamin C is awesome. We know SPF is life-saving. We know what we should do. Yeah. In terms of everything else we can do to balance, we know acids are great. You know, acids are still building in some places. I do but... think they scare people a little. Oh, don't be scared. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm fine with it, but I know when you say the word acid, people automatically are yeah. like, oh, Well, can't... that's why I call it an acid toner. Ah. So it's a toner that you can use. Like, glow tonic is not scary. No. I love it. At all. Yeah. Okay, so one last question. Have you tried the tonic? No, but I actually have it. I got, um, I got it. it in an advent calendar, oddly. So I have Lots it. No, it was Cloud 10, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have it. It's like a travel size, so I'm waiting for my first trip to, to give it a go. No, no, why? Use it now. I panic. I'm, so, I'm like halfway through a bottle no, of Glotonic, really. No, 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 use it. Okay. Use Glotonic in the morning and the retinol at night. Okay. It's wicked. I'm learning so much. It is wicked. Is it? Yeah, okay. I don't have shares in it. It's <laughs> FYI. <wicked. laughs> it's wicked. It was in my best of last year. It's just a good product. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so one last question before we wrap up because I am, um, I think we're going over time. Thanks. Good. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, so the one thing that I think is really interesting is that you've essentially made your passion into a profession. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are a lot of people listening to this that probably have similar passions or not similar passions, but would love to be able to turn it into a career. What advice would you give those people who want, who want to take something they love and make a life out of it, essentially? Do it. <laughs> oh, seriously, just yeah. do it because there's a way to think about it, you know, just if, you, if you're obsessed with it and you wake, you know, like people who sing, if you wake up and the only thing you can do is sing, yeah. you're going to be a singer. Yeah. You know, I wake up and I love, I love business. So I wake up and I think, uh, you know, I, my job is my life. I don't see it as work. Yeah. I go to work. I, haven't, I have my office. Yeah. But when I come home, I'm still on the phone. But in terms of what you can do, you know, you might be, there will always be other people in your tribe. You have to find them. Yeah. So use social media. Use Facebook, start a Facebook group. Stalk the shit out of them. Stalk them or, you know, and use the right hashtags. So yeah. we're in a social media era now. Use yeah. the right hashtags, you know, work hard. I had to work for what, how, oh, I started the blog in 2000 and what year did I start? 10. Blog? 10. Thank you very much. So that means I was in the workforce for like 30 years or something ridiculous. Yeah. You know, you have to work, 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 work. Rihanna. Work, 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 yeah. work, work. Or meet Jay-Z. Either or. Either or. <laughs> so, you know, just work really hard. And if you're into steam trains and you start a blog about steam trains and you put it on Twitter and you go to a steam train convention, you will find your people and you may become the world's biggest steam train blogger. I'm sure they already exist. It's just not my passion. Not mine either. No. But, you know, football, you know, football bloggers are everywhere. Yeah. No, you're not a football fan. I... Who's sport? Come on. <sighs> So my mom is a, my mom's a Man City supporter, so I'm a pseudo Man City supporter. No, don't talk to me. And my dad is a United supporter. It's an interesting oh, house. Oh God, that's painful. Yeah. My granddad is an Everton supporter. Oh. There's a lot of different. Yeah, I went. I was actually at my first football match in November. I took my mom to the Etihad to see City play. Nice. So that was fun. Shame it was there, but never mind. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, work hard. And if it is your passion, you don't see it as work. That's yeah, the joy of so it. Yeah, so it doesn't So you're just, you know, you. when I started writing about skincare, I knew it was my passion, but I didn't realise how many other people were interested. Mm. I just did it to have something to, you know, my yeah. first one was, my first post was about cleansing massage. And it's still one of my most viewed posts. Really? And it's so basic. It's like my son was holding the camera and I'm doing this, <laughs> showing how you sort of manoeuvre your cheeks. Yeah. So to wrap up, you've been in Dublin all day. All day. All day. In between... Appointments, features, TV. Telly, did some so telly, breakfast what, telly. What have you been doing? I'm here with Ultriancy, okay. just doing press really, because okay. I discovered it. It's an oral supplement, vitamin C, and I discovered it in the States. So it was recommended to me by the beauty director of Elle magazine. And when she tells you something, you listen. The 800 pound serum. No, this is a different, different one. Okay. Different one. This is American. <laughs> okay. So I was, she said, if you're traveling, you have to take this supplement. I'm going to show you how to take it. Da, 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 and I've bought one to show you. But okay. she said, I'm going to show you how to take it. And you have to do it. And it gets straight into your cells. And it's totally different from vitamin C that you, you know that you're used to, which is full of sugar and da, 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 mm -hmm. da. So I took it, came home, ordered it, got it online. Yeah. And then blogged about it. And then I think the blog post was was really popular. And then they got in touch with me and yeah. said, we love that you love it. Can we send you some? And I was like, yes. Yeah, absolutely because my kids have started taking it. Um, and yeah, and then it went from there. So I'm kind of here because now they're available in like Lloyd's and Boots. Yeah, and I actually pharmacies. tried I tried them last year. They did you? But yeah. did you take it properly? I think so. You put the water in first. There's like a method to it. Yeah, I'll show you the method. And it sits at the bottom. Yeah, and then you swirl in yeah. the neck. 
So, and it's great for me because like I was saying earlier about the science, you mm -hmm. know, I'm obsessed with the science and having facts yeah. about everything. And everyone says, oh, take a vitamin C, you'll be fine. If you're getting a cold, take a vitamin yeah. C. Well, we used to just pee it all away. Yeah. Because there's no way of really delivering it into your system, especially yeah. if it's in a formula that's full of sugar, orange flavoring, orange coloring. Yeah. You know, all it does is give you a five minute pep and then you're back to feeling the same. Mm -hmm. So Ultrian is liposomal, which is this, it's weird. It's great for me, the geeky side, because yeah. it's the skincare world in Me a supplement form. You know, yeah. liposomal just means they've managed to encapsulate it. So you swallow it, it goes into your gut, and then it's dispersed where you need it, like fairies. Lovely. But the proof is in the pudding. So let me okay, show let's you. Look, watch. So the water I've, goes in first. I've put a little bit of water in. Okay. And then what you're going to do, let me move the water bottle out of the way so you can see. You hold yours. Yeah. So you, it's just a sachet. And you can, there are people, like I was filming with Jen Skinner yesterday mm -hmm. and she just takes it directly and then swallows water. Does it affect the... No, no, no it still goes in. Yeah. And what I do is fold it in half and squeeze and that way you get it all in the glass, no mess. And it looks like an orange slug. <laughs> Seriously. Okay? Yeah. You go. Okay. It's easy. You'll manage. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Bit. <laughs> God, this is pathetic. No, it's fine. You'll get there. Okay. There you go. Right. Swirl, neck, ready? Cheers. Cheers, <laughs> thanks for having me. Gosh. Done. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, that was so fun.